You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we go. We do a podcast on a Wednesday. They call it Hump Day. But is anybody getting humped? Ha, ha, ha. That's the joke. Al Dukes, how about you? You, maybe in your future? Some oh, humping? hi, Jerry. What's humping, up? Humping's in all of our future. It could be, but I mean like today on Wednesday. Oh, today on Wednesday? Although I'm you're non- alone today. You'd be yeah, a self-humper. I'm not. I'm a weekend humping type of guy. Okay, I hope During so. During the week, I'm busy with, uh, you know, eating chips and uh, you watching. You hump your turkey. Watching. I, I have turkey. I'm watching. Um, I can't get enough of. Evidently, I can't get enough of Ted Bundy's life because I'm watching everything available on Netflix. Can we just isolate Eddie. When you listen back to this, can we isolate that? I can't get enough of right. Ted Bundy, uh, the documentary. Ted Bundy when Zac Efron, the handsome actor, is playing Ted Bundy. Then I'm googling where's Ted Bundy's daughter. Did you uh, ever googling th- where's Ted Bundy's first wife? I- did you, you ever look at my Google search? You think I'm a serial killer? Did you ever think that you are essentially in a bad mood and miserable when you're here because you spend all of your free time watching documentaries about people being murdered? That has been uh, mentioned. <laughs> Gina says, you know, like you know, at the end of a of a of a day of work, people curl up with a good book. She goes, uh, dozing off to a good murder mystery. <laughs> Nothing puts you off in the right mood going yeah. to sleep and someone being stabbed in the next seventeen times. Yeah. Boy, and you cannot nowadays. I know you used to be able to get away with murder. Murder. You literally <laughs> these days. There was a show on last night I watched where a man's uh, house caught fire. Uh, he happened. Whenever, by the way, whenever guys go hunting, they're probably gonna shoot somebody. No, they they go hunting to disappear so that then something bad happens to their wife. I was and they're hunting. like, I was hunting. Right. It's a classic. So this guy goes hunting. The wife, unfortunately, passes in a fire. Do you know that they, when they did the medical examination, they go, there was no soot in her lungs. She was dead before the fire. I believe that, sure. Holy cow. He placed the body into the burned down home. She was, right, he killed her first, then burned the house down. Oh, so she wasn't, right, and he's breathing it in. Yeah. How about that? My gosh, I wouldn't even think of that. What people don't realize is they're giving Al the clues on how to actually be a murderer. No, you're you, learning what not to do. No, you will get this is no, this is I, my I'm pu- kidding. public service announcement, Jerry. Do not murder anyone. You will get caught. Sadly, you actually felt the need to give a service yes. announcement for that. You will get caught. Yes. Eventually. Now, DNA, I would say the probability of being caught is well over 99%. Yes. Especially nowadays because not only with all the DNA science, but even if you're 
you're not in the DNA system. Like, you've never committed a crime, Jerry, so your DNA wouldn't... Even if you left DNA at the scene, right. they'd be like, we ran this DNA. It's not in the system. But if anyone in your family did... They can figure it ancestry. out. Ancestry.com or 23andMe, you're caught. How about that? That's how they caught the Golden State Killer. And he was prolific. All right, give me some decades. fun stories. I can't talk about murder for decades, 20 minutes. Jerry. Well, what about chewing gum? I don't care about it. What? Okay, what about chewing gum? I like chewing gum. What about this survey or study? It's not a survey. Oh, Pornhub? No, uh, applied cognitive psychology. Oh, good. That's Lord. a real, a real what? Scholarly journal. Have chewing, you ever read it? I do not get. Where this do you get though. it from? Probably the library. <laughs> Microfiche. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have to do microfiche when I you? I don't were... know what that is. I thought you just made it up. No, microfiche was. Uh, I've heard of Microsoft. No, before the internet, and you would go to the library and, and you were doing card research. Catalog. Well, there's card catalog to get your books. Right. Then. You could get magazines on if they were too old, they were on microfilm, and you I had remember to that. write the microfilm. Microfiche. <laughs> there was something called microfiche, which wasn't a roll of film. It was a. It, it was like you were looking at negatives of a photo, but it really? was. But it was a magazine or a newspaper. No, pictures. I don't know of yeah. microfiche. Microfiche. That's right. I thought you were having your Jurgen Klinsmann moment. Jurgen Klinsmann. Uh, this study, Jerry, finds chewing gum can make you more productive and less stressed. How so? Why don't you finish reading the article and tell me how? Let's see. Uh, let's see. <laughs> they reviewed a Jerry. Uh, participants from four decades all expressed lower Four le- decades? That's right. So that's like, uh, all right, I'm 45. I'm going to start a study. Yeah. Hopefully I'll have some results for you by yeah. the time I'm 90. This guy spent his whole life. Who funds this? In gum. But who, like, that would be a great, I mean, what a, how about this? Juicy fruit. We find somebody to pay us $100,000 a year for the next 40 years to put together some cockamamie study about chewing gum making people more productive. On gum. Come on. It says lower levels of stress while chewing gum. They were more alert, focused, and uh, sustained attention better. Alert, I believe, because when I'm, when I have trouble driving, because I'm exhausted. Right. Sunflower seeds, gum. Why don't we do a... Back in the day, chewing tobacco. Sunflower anything. seed study. I, I would love to do a study the on The gum study's seeds. done. We do sunflower seeds. Whenever I needed to feel confident, I would chew gum. Why? Because it, ma- it made me feel arrogant. Chewing gum? Yeah. Most people, like a big penis, would make them feel comfortable. No, this, com- if, you know, if I needed to chat... You chew gum. With a woman, I would chew gum. People would light a cigarette. Right. That made people feel comfortable because it's a conversation starter. Right. Chewing gum? I mean, you know, chewing gum <laughs> makes you appear casual. And that, that was fair. relaxed me. Did you ever blow a bubble on your face in front of a girl and <laughs> no. you couldn't get it off? I did. Like if some certain gum you want to always be blowing bubbles, bubble yum. Are you a bubble cracker? Because that drives me crazy. I do. I will crack my gum. Oh. My wife will do it. I'm ready to stop the car and tell her to get out. Get out. I can't take You're that. cracking gum. Oh, it's the worst. What was the gum that had the uh, liquid center? Chiclets. No, it wasn't chiclets. Hmm. I know was, what you're uh... talking about. It squirted right in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Dentine? No. no. I don't remember. <sighs> wasn't chiclets? No. The little Ch- square gum? Chiclets had. Chiclets were empty. Andy can probably text Turn it your to mic you. on, Andy. Tell me what's that. You have any idea Ju- what the It mic wasn't is? Juicy Fruit. No, it wasn't Juicy zebra Fruit. Zebra Stripe Gum. 
He's going to come in. He's going to come in. Well, I remember zebra stripe. Yeah. The problem with the sweet gums, though, in 35 seconds, it was like chewing cardboard. Freshen up. Freshen up. I don't think so. Maybe it was. It's close. Freshen up. All right. We'll go with that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because it had the that center that would be like a uh, like a like a Listerine type of right thing. in your face, right, right in, in your, your face. Right. All right. So that's a new study. So this guy spent four decades on this, and we just blew through this in no time. What a shame! And I didn't even read the entire article. There's nothing to read. There is nothing to read. Here, let's do a study for the next forty years. People that were at the appropriate weight were happier with themselves. <laughs> There you go. I just did a study. All right. Oh, here's a Florida story, Jerry. We like those. People like Florida stories. Punta Gorda, Florida. I like Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, better, but all right. Punta Gorda, Florida is on the... Uh, what does Punta mean? Punta to, to punt. <laughs> <laughs> Were you chewing gum? You said that so confidently. Yeah, very chewing gum. A Punta Gordon woman pulled an alligator out of her pants... During a traffic stop on Monday. All right, so it was a gecko. She's twenty five. Alligator. It was. She's twenty five. Well, let's get the whole story. Let me read. She was in the passenger seat of a vehicle at three thirty a.m. She was pulled over. Of course, it was three thirty a.m. Uh, the department said that the woman was asked if she had anything else in the vehicle, and then pr- quote proceeded to pull an alligator out of her yoga pants. All right, it's not an alligator. Stop. Call- <laughs> it's a lizard. Let's stop calling it an alligator. <laughs> Approximately one foot in length. 12 inches. And placed it into the bed of her truck. (laughs) Damn it. She was uh, in the car with a a 22-year-old driver. Claimed they were trying to collect wildlife from an overpass. What does that even mean? Investigators also said the woman had 41 small turtles in a backpack. (laughs) Oh, my God. What is wrong with these people? Oh, my Lord. Uh, let's see. It says last week. Oh no, this is oh, it's a different story. I don't want to confuse everybody. So let's get this straight. They pulled over cops at three thirty a.m. Punta Gorda, Florida. Pull over a young couple. The woman has a twelve-inch alligator in her yoga pants and twenty-two <laughs> turtles in a backpack. Is that an alligator? You just happy <laughs> to see me? Just give me a break. In yoga pants, those are tight. Ah, uh, yes. You got to be careful when you're in yoga pants, Punta Jerry. Gorda, Florida. Punta Gorda. I believe it's on the Gulf Coast, south of Sarasota. I'll tell you one thing. It looks fantastic. <laughs> why do we live here, Al? Look at the palm trees and the water. I don't know why people live in New York City. Ay, ay, ay. This place looks spectacular. Punta Gorda? Yes. Ugh, Here's a story, Jerry, from um, Langley, Virginia. A woman went to CIA headquarters. And pulled an alligator out of her pants. (laughs) No. Do you tell me if this is better or worse than pulling an alligator out of your pants? She went to CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. And then she went three more times, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. During her visit, she told officers when she arrived that she had been recruited by the CIA and was meeting someone there. This is this week? Yeah, this week. Oh, my God. Okay. She went to the visitor center and asked for her North Carolina ID card back after the CIA had kept it the night before. She also requested to, quote, speak with Agent Penis. <laughs> what? Continue. That's it. 
She That's said, do it? you think I'm going to leave? I'm here to speak with Agent Penis. And what happened? They kicked her out? She was charged with a Class B misdemeanor. For what? Not sure. <laughs> this article stinks. It gives me no information other than they were just excited to get out the news that a woman entered the CIA three days in a row and asked to see speak with Agent Penis. I was... <laughs> I shouldn't say this. I were. <laughs> Remember when I was a janitor back in the day? Oh, yes. So this is like, I guess I was an I was, I think it was a freshman. I think it was a, from my summer. Where were you a janitor? At my old school. I'm not going to say where. Why did you choose to be a janitor of all the part-time jobs that? Because I believe, I well, I think I was eighth grade going into, fr- no, I couldn't because I was training for football. It was probably seventh grade going into eighth grade. So it's probably 12 years old. And you were a janitor? I, part-time. We were able to, they paid us, what did I get paid? I got paid $340 a week. To work forty hours, we worked really? seven a.m. to three p.m. and it was it was fun. Waxed floors, cleaned the 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 probably all sucked in all the asbestos. I'm sure right. from the ceiling. Did you but wear we did the a whole bunch of stuff? Onesie? No, no, no. We just we just jeans and a t-shirt. It okay, wasn't a big deal. But we were a bunch of smart ass twelve slash thirteen year olds. There were five of us that did it, and they give us our the first year we did it was fine. The second year they give us a new boss, and his name he wasn't from this country, and you felt bad for the guy who was just trying to do his job. Sure. His last name was Penis. P E N I S? It was. No way. It was P E N A S. Penass. But to everybody else. And it was really rough for him. Yeah. Now I wasn't one of those jackassery no. kids. I really wasn't. I actually felt bad for the guy. But God, it was funny. Hey. Penis face wants you to do this. Oh, what? you need something, penis? And he didn't get it. Right. And so it was kind of rude Very for rude. us. In that case, we could have requested a meeting with penis. Right. And it would have meant something. Right. You like That's right. You if someone them. went to your school and said, We're here to see Mr. Penis he about a job. He stayed there a while. I don't know how long, but he was there a good few several years. Mr. Penis. He's a nice man too. Did he pronounce it penis? <laughs> <laughs> He pronounced it Pinas. Pinas? <laughs> he was a really nice guy. He was. But I, I did feel bad. Yeah. It was No one took him seriously just right. because of his name. It was, and they were, the proper response was, no problem, Mr. Penis. <laughs> it was like, oh, you kids had children. a good giggle. We did. I still yeah. am. <laughs> right. We're I'm laughing 45. now. Let's be honest. We got through a show today talking about pooping in a box. Right. So the colorectal. Whatever, dude. Yes. Pooping in a box. Yeah. That was a big topic today. Colon cancer is funny. The colorectal. <laughs> I did have some one person yell at me. I go, I'm we're not sure. mocking colon cancer. We're laughing uh, at People don't get it, the though. The fact the, that you have to put poop you know in what? a box. You're touching on a subject that is probably very close to some people that have suffered from right. that. So they put one and one adding to two, even though that's not what we were trying to do. Well, we, what you guys were trying to do. Again, with science, Jerry. You know, we talked about the DNA evidence earlier. Yes. With science, imagine now you can... Poop in a box. Yes. Send it to a doctor. They will examine it, and it will let you know whether you have polyps. It will give you information. Right. You can also, I don't know if funny, you can also masturbate in a cup, put that in the mail, and you'll find out if you're right. sterile or if you have good little swimmers. Right. Crazy. Yes. What else can you do by mail? You can get married. Right. A Russian bride. <laughs> Via the mail. Bam. You can get your DNA. You, you do the swab, get your DNA. Check. Everything you need. Boy, I'll tell you, being a postman... Tough job. Right. You're carrying. E- you could have you could have sperm in one hand. Right. Poop in another. Mm-hmm. And urine under your armpit. Right. 
just here to deliver the mail. <laughs> That's not out of the realm. Crazy. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, don't do it I, then. Let me see Although you I did have. want to get your sperm counted. I did. I would like to get my sperm count. I would like to get. I want to do testosterone again because that phony crap we yeah, did. Yeah, it was phony. I'd like a real number. When I go for my uh, yearly physical, I ask for a testosterone test. You got to ask for it separate. Oh, is that true? Or they don't put it in the, the thing. Well, I got to go for one. Hmm. He always goes, it's average. Average for a 49-year-old yes. or average for a man? A- average for my age. Okay, so that's probably not great. Well, the, the problem with the testosterone test, the, it, it's a wide range is normal. Right. Like it's a huge number. Anywhere between 2 and 6, and you're at 2.1. You're normal. Yeah, you're th- trending the wrong way though. And then they always have to tell you what an like when he he's like you know in comparison he'll tell you like what an 18 year old is and it's always like something off the charts. 14, right? No, no, the numbers are like in the hundreds. So like, oh really? So like, uh, normal for like 49, 50 is like between 300 and like 600. Okay. He'd be like, an 18 year old is about 1800. <laughs> like, oh my god. That makes you feel real good about yourself. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even take advantage when I was 18. Right. I had no idea what That's was going on, you. on. That is on me. Let me do one more for you here, Jerry. Sifting through. <laughs> this is how you know it's a real story. I've printed it. Uh, science. This is science saying this. No correlation between penis size and shoe size. Who's What science is saying this? The science. <laughs> Penis size is determined by a combination of genetics and environmental factors, mostly while in utero. That means when you're in the womb. Uterus. So it depends on where your mom takes you? I guess. she's carrying you? Well, it's, it's uh, genetics and how you are cared for in the womb. I'm not sure what that means. What do you mean cared for in the womb? Well, you got to be sucked know. on a penis pill? I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> Well, I think it means like make sure you're you're healthy, uh, consuming healthy goods, not drinking alcohol. Right, I think most women today smoking go overboard with all that stuff. Right? Does that mean we have a generation? A generation of men that are going to have nine inch penises. Well, they didn't give a specific size, but I think in general, uh, also including as I said, genetics, depending what your family <laughs> tree is. That they can't tell you with the 23andMe well, or on Ancestry. Second, There's got to be something to smaller human beings right. to larger human beings. Correct. I agree. Like a seven-foot dude. Right. Right? It just yes. proportionally it's got to be Correct. bigger, doesn't it? Right. You wouldn't see a uh, seven-foot dude with a size five shoe. Like Chris Dudley played for the Nets. He was six foot eleven. Right. He's Not going to be four and a half inches. Right. But a guy that's 5'1", you would think not right. going to be eight and a half. Correct. It wouldn't right. look right. Everything's proportion. So keep your science studies. Yeah. Science. Why don't you study things like what was the first study we did? I don't Gum. Know. <laughs> that was stupid. Yeah, come on. That might be in all the years we've done this. That might be one of the dumbest ones you've brought to uh, our that attention. That there was a 40-year study about I mean, gum on. making you productive? Stupid. Some dude did his whole career in that. What else you got, Al? That's it. I'm out. Of, That's I'm, it. I'm out. You got three minutes. Oh, there is one more thing I wanted to tell you about. Harry's. <laughs> I've done a study, Jerry. You've done a study. This study I've been doing for a couple of years. Okay. What is that? I was trying to find out. Me and science. I was given a grant. 
who makes who how does one get the closest shave? Harry's. For real. Yeah. I mean, I buy that because I use Harry's twice to three Were times a week. Were you part of this study? I was not part of the study, but I wish I was. I wish we would have had you. I do wish I was. So the study said, Jerry, that Harry's provides the closest shave in the world. Not even just here in America. No, like the whole world. The whole world. There were a couple fellas. They were buddies. They bought a factory in Germany that makes quality blades. This factory's been making blades for 95 years. This is what we should do. Buy a factory. I agree. I don't know why we don't. Well, these guys did it already. Well, we don't have to make German blades. We could buy a factory and churn out new soda. Yeah. No, you don't have to buy... You don't have to make German blades. Then you'd be making a second-rate product, though, Jerry, because German blades is where it's at. Right. How about these guys have 20,000 five-star reviews? Well, I'm one of them. On Trustpilot and Google. Yep. I go right to reviews. I do, too, now. If I see 20,000 five-star reviews, I'm in. The replacement cartridges, Jerry, for these Harrys, $2 each. Yep. That's half the price of those big brands you see in the supermarket. And now they're locked up in the uh, drugstores because these they make them so expensive, people want to steal them. Yep. Not Harry's. Not Harry's. You go, I was considering stealing this, but I'm going to pay because it's very reasonably priced. And Unless they come right to your door. Exactly. I mean, come on. You don't even have to go out. By the way, all the other stuff, nonsense. It's the best blade on the market. It is. And if you don't love the shave, Jerry, they'll give you... A full refund. 100% quality guarantee. That's right. So here's what you do. If you want to be a part of my study, you're going to report back to me, though, on your shave. I have. Get a $13 value trial set. Comes with everything you need for a close and comfortable shave, Jerry. You get the weighted ergonomic handle, which I'm currently doing a study on. You get the five-blade razor with lubricating strip. Can't take 40 years, though, for this study. No, no, this is I've already given you my results. This is going to be much quicker. Uh, You get the trimmer blade on that as well. Love that, right under the nose. Right under your nose. Yep. You know what it's good for, too? What's that? When you have a haircut or when you're shaving. Yes. Above the ear. Yeah, above the ear. Very hard to get. Nice and crisp. Use the trimmer blade. Works very well for that. Oh, you get rich lathering shave gel. Yeah. And a travel blade cover. Which I like because I travel a lot. Yeah, because if you just throw your your razor in your you your schmutz bag, in the razor, right? No good. You got to protect the blades. Yep. Go to Harrys.com/postgame and you can redeem the trial set. Make sure to go to Harrys.com/postgame, redeem your offer, and let them know the Alan Jerry podcast sent you. Then the people at Harrys will realize these guys move product. Who else do we know? That we could get advertising for. Who else needs to move product? Get them on Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, listen. I don't care where you hear about Harry's. Put in <laughs> yes. post-game. Well, if you're we'll listening get to this now, you've heard it here. You've heard it here. First right. and last. All right, I got to go. Enjoy your Wednesday. Do it on your phone. Go to harrys.com slash post-game. You could open a web browser right there on your phone while you're listening to this podcast. While you're listening Are to the Are you done? While you're listening to the warm-up show which is next. Hmm. That's where we talk sports. Not really. Kind of. A little bit. And this part we say see you then the starts. Goodbye. So-
It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Well, here we go. It is a Wednesday at a quarter to six. Boomer and Geo coming up in just a couple of minutes. And I just got finished watching the ninth inning of the Met game, and they won, and that's good. But, ugh, the bottom of the ninth, gross. What's up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, when I got in this morning, I took to my social media, and I saw that uh, Tom Morello. Woke up yesterday in your apartment and before you went to bed and. Probably as checked soon as you get it, out of here. Checked it a few times. So I Who's like to Tom make Morello. Uh, you know him from Rage Against oh, the Machine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm clicking around. Uh, I followed the Stone Pony there in Asbury Park, and he. So Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine played there last night. Killing in the name of. Did Bone he think he did that? Yeah. He did it solo. Yeah, solo show. Really? But I mean, he had a band with him. But the place was packed. And I'm like. Who's going out on Tuesday night to a concert? I would. Well, hold on. The now, heck is wrong with you people? I, if you're a Rage Against the Machine fan in New Jersey and you found out he was playing the Stone Pony, yeah. I think you make you a t- point to go there. You take the day. It's not even the summer. Where you'd Bruce be like, Spring- oh, I got All right, hold on. All right, you, Jerry. Fair enough. Go ahead. Band? Bruce Springsteen. Okay. You find out yesterday at 1 p.m. Yeah. He's going to be at the Stone Pony at 8 o'clock. All right. And there's, what, 2,000 people in there? Right. Let's you say that. Go. Like, you wouldn't even think about going? No, I would try to go to that. Okay. Well, <laughs> you just answered your own question. Gorilla Radio. <laughs> yes. I'm looking around at these people going, how old are they? What are they doing for a living? I think they're making an exception on this night. Okay. It was a special cool. evening. Yeah, I think so. Was it Tuesday? Yeah, what the hell? Why I was not? Tom Morello. I'd be like, you don't have Friday night free for me to come do this show? I go, Tuesday was night? Was this a pop-up show? No, not pop-up. So it was scheduled. scheduled. Oh. All right. Then you know what? You had it in your calendar. Uh, Bob Dwyer, though, said to me, he goes, there's a whole other world where people do things during the week. Well, there's a whole other world where people don't get up at 2.30 in the morning. I guess. No, no. But even if I had people. a 9 to fiver, I would be like, I'm not going to a concert. Nah, I, see, I, I, get think to you, bed. I think you would. i got to watch television. There's so much enjoyable things on TV well, you love that I television. could be watching. Murder mysteries. Oh, God. What did you think of Pete Alonso's bat flip yesterday, Jerry? Nothing. He hit the home run. I, I really? You thought I nothing. Think it's, I Me think too. It's fantastic. I love a bat flip There's as well. There's nothing wrong with a bat flip. If the closer or the pitcher is going to you know, go bonkers yes. when they strike a guy out, there's nothing wrong with it. Plus, he well, he didn't flip it in any, you know, I guess, it, almost at the umpire, but who cares? Right. He flipped it the other way. No big deal. Crushed it. It was good. He fine. had a well, multiple RBI game, Jerry, multiple hits. He had four RBIs, a couple of uh, RBI singles to go along with that big home run. The Mets scored some runs, seven of them. I and counted. Did, and I know the game ended at what, 1 o'clock in the one morning? 1 o'clock. I watched the whole thing, then I went to bed for a nap and then showed what up here. What were your thoughts of the bottom of the ninth? <laughs> oh, that was when just. you uh, stayed up and watched That it. was just uh, trouble, I thought. Why? Deadwin Diaz. How come? He almost came, almost lost the game, Jerry. How so? <laughs> <laughs> Probably loaded the bases or something. <laughs> the weird part is the best thing that happened to the yeah. Mets in the bottom of the ninth was his wild pitch because they had first and third and Manny Machado up. And oh. It was already 7-6, and you figure – and it was only one out. Machado, at the very least, you think is going to put the ball in the outfield and tie the game. He throws a wild pitch, puts his runners to second and third, and they put Machado – the first intentionally. For as much as we heard about Manny Machado He's done nothing. before the season, two thirty-five. I forgot he was even on the pod. Like you did well. I was looking at the lineups. So I go, oh right, Manny Machado is on the. But uh, that's also. Padres. But that's also for me part of what we talked about with Mike Trout and with LeBron going to L.A. We don't see them because these games start when we're we're asleep. We're East Coast there. West Coast. It's like rap. Like rappers. There's a battle between East Coast, West Coast athletes. So if you, so Manny Machado is batting 236, I think it is. What do you think Bry, uh, Bryce Harper is batting? 
Bryce Harper's batting 220. Now, he did hit a grand slam last night, so we 221. Bryce Harper is batting 236. 236. They're batting the same. Right. The same crappy number. We don't hear about them, though. Well, we hear about Bryce Harper. He's in Philadelphia. He's here. He's in the right. East Coast. Manny Machado. He's an East Coast so rapper. Yeah. Manny Machado, West Coast rapper. Right. A man I would enjoy going to the theater with. Alex Rodriguez. Nope. You would have a blast. You no, would not, have a blast No, the rock. movie theater. You can't not supposed to talk in movie theaters. You'd still have a blast. Clay Thompson. Okay. The Warriors did uh, like a big team um, thing get together. Team bonding. Team bonding. Yeah. They went to see Avengers Endgame. Three hours? Well, Clay Thompson bailed two hours in. He was like, I'm out. I can't do this. I don't blame him. Oh my gosh. I'm I I would possibly watch this when it's on demand where I can watch it in three days. Yeah, three days. Hour here. An hour hour there. Shut it off. Right. Like Wolf of Wall Street. I watched that in three days. Hmm. It's two and a half hours, three hours long. It's enough of these movies. Do you remember the Kevin Costner movie, JFK? JFK, yeah. That was like three hours and fifteen minutes. And I I still apologize to my wife, my wife bringing her to that. That was so, so boring. That was a big date night. But it was, whatever. We're married. There's no such thing. Um, oh. We went out and watched the movie. She passed out within 10 minutes, and I was, I mean, bored as hell a half hour in. But you figure you spent the money on the tickets. Where are you right. going to go? And I ended up watching the whole thing. And it was just, oh, that was an example. An hour would have been fine. I bought Moving that along. on VHS. It was, it was double VHS. Like, it was a double box set. Sure. Do you remember when you watch it? I did. I used to love JFK. I got into the whole. No, I mean the movie. I got into the whole conspiracy. Oh yeah, it was boring. No, I was locked in. Jerry, actually, I was reading. I was getting Newsweek magazine. I was reading about all the the the, how. I mean, all that's fine. I just thought the movie was horrible, but that's fine. The secret gunman on the grass, right? Grassy knoll. I was locked in. Were you gonna ask me? Forgot already. Oh, remember when VHS was first the thing? Yes. And they started selling VHS movies for you to purchase. The VHS were eighty dollars to they, buy really? a movie. The tapes yeah. were yes. I know. I mean, listen. I know you worked at Easy Video back in the day. Dollar video, was, whatever. Eighty bucks. I guess that's why bucks. the movie rentals worked out so well. Right. Hmm. How about that? Now, now you get you, one for ninety nine cents. Right now, you go to like a convenience store on the highway. You can get Blu ray discs. And who? Blu ray. Who? Are, you just were going to ask who are these people? I well, yes, because you still have. I still have a couple of VHS tapes in plastic that I thought yeah. would be worth something. Oh one yeah, day. put those they're on eBay. Worth nothing. Yeah, nothing's Who's got worth a VCR anything. VCR these days. All these things I saved. Star Wars figures. Those you can get money for. No, if they're in the package, you can't. Is that true? Yeah, everything needs hmm. to be in the package. You should try. Guess what? I did try before I moved a couple you years ago. You have a ago. Yoda? I do have a Yoda. I bet you get at least 10 bucks for a Yoda. Gem Mint 10 condition. You can't get 10 bucks for that? I can get 10 bucks, but I, when we were saving these well, Star Wars figures, for, then? we thought that we were for my children. Well, that Jerry. was like my Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> baseball cards. Right. I wanted my children to play with these, but I'm childless. And will be for the rest of your life. You don't know that. Um, have you checked yourself? Before you wreck yourself? Right. There's no chance you're having children. You're 50. I'm a man, Jer- Jerry. <laughs> Tony you Randall. Realize, you realize I'm a man, I'm 40, is yeah, 10 years 10 ago years for ago. you? <laughs> Tony Randall had a baby at 80. Oh, so there's 80. hope for you. Yes, because then when they become the- teenagers, which I'm not interested in, because then they, dead. they get into trouble. I'd be like, I'm 90, bro. You're checking Do out. what you want. I'm checked out. <laughs> You're not worried about your reputation? Oh, my kid's in trouble with the local cops? Whatever. I'm 90, dude. <laughs> Didn't Mick Jagger just have a kid at 72? Yes. 
So I guess it's possible. It's possible, Jerry. Billy Joel in his 60s, right? Yep. All right. So you still got like 20 years to yeah, go. Yeah, that's assuming all of my guys work down there and me putting a laptop on my lap for the last however many years didn't burn it out. <laughs> Never mind. Jerry, NBC, do I have yeah. time for this? Uh, you can quickly. If I'm going to do quickly, I'm going to go this story then. All right, go. The XFL said yesterday they're not sure if they're going to even test for marijuana. Good. Toke up. <laughs> nobody cares. Um, <laughs> like, nobody cares. Like, even if they were like, we're not sure. We may let these guys smoke on the sideline. We'd be well, like, they're not okay. going to smoke on the sideline. <sighs> but if you want to when you go home, go for it. What about Half on the society s- can do it legally? What about now. why can't they? What about on the sideline? You're against weed, the weed, the weed, 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 weed. <laughs> on the sideline, <laughs> smoking weed. weed on the sideline. <laughs> Big bongs on the sideline of XFL games. Oh, uh, the, the quarterback is down. His backup is smoking weed right now. He's not sure if he's ready to come into the game. Quick break. Al's got to uh, smoke some smoke a joint for you. And then you got uh, Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Good night. Uh, locally, Mets and Yankees both won the Mets winning late. Pete Alonso, the big home run. Uh, the Yankees just continue to find ways to win. Uh, what else you got? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, NBC, I think, is out of ideas for what to do with sports uh, in the summer. They're going to put lacrosse on. I was just going to say they should go lacrosse. They're going lacrosse. You know, it's po- it's getting popular. They're putting some on the NBC Sports Network. They're putting some on uh, some other channels they I'm not have. Surprised, but what other channels they have? I forget. And then they're putting one, some, a couple on actual NBC. They should. Why? Because it's very popular in some spots. And if you look at some of the ratings in some events, why the hell not? I think it's like soccer. People like their kids play lacrosse and soccer, but no one wants to watch it. Maybe, but let me ask you this. I love golf. A random golf event on NBC, on a, the John Deere Classic. What kind of ratings do you think Deere? that's getting? Not well. Okay, Is Tiger so Woods playing try, in it? Look, no, he's not. Why not try professional lacrosse? can try it. What's it, the worst that can happen? Is that just like hockey, but... You're running it's like with a the cross ball. between hockey and soccer, in a way. Yeah, kind of cool. Have you ever played lacrosse? No, very difficult. There's no chance I could catch a ball in a little. You think you net. run up and down the field? Forget run up and down the, the field. The goalie would be cool. That'd be cool. Except that ball is hard as hell. Yeah, I don't, I'm not interested in getting hit with a hard ball. No, probably not. I would be interested to watch it, at least try it. We are your flagship station for Yankees baseball, <laughs> Giants football, and Nets basketball, along with Boomer and Geo, morning six to ten.